I'm here at the uh, San Francisco Game Developers Conference, and with me today is a special guest. How about you introduce yourself? Hi, um, my name is Donna Powell, and I'm the president of Meteor Games. Okay, and um, you know, what games have you done? Um, at Meteor, we have released um, Island Paradise and Little Rockpool, which are two games available on Facebook. Pre uh, prior to Meteor Games, we, uh, my husband and I founded Neopets.com, which is a, a large website. Um, well, congratulations on Neopets. Um, when you first started Neopets, um, what were you thinking at that time? Because I don't think those kind of online games were as prevalent. And, yeah. Okay, um, yeah, it was back in 99, so the internet was very different then. Um, I think it was Flash 2 or something we were using, something really, really primitive. Um, my, my husband has a, a background in MUDs, and like, he's been making games since like he was five on his spectrum. Um, it, it's honestly, he's the reason that I got into games so much, and um, we just started like looking around at what people were playing. Like Tamagotchis were huge, absolutely huge when we were like teenagers. Um, we also cats and dogs and pets. Uh, they were like desktop buddies, and they were massive as well. And we were just looking at those and thinking, you know, where, what's the next step? You know, what would make sense? And we wanted to. We decided to make Neopets, which is basically uh, accessible to everybody, where you looked after pets, and then we kind of built the virtual world around it. So. And when it first started taking off, what were you thinking? Because it's a, it's a different type of game. No one would expect that kind of success from that type of game when the paradigm was kind of like, hey, you need to have high production values, you need to be in a retail box, stuff like that. Yeah, um, to be honest, when we started Neopets, we had one personal computer that was our database, our image server, and our web servers. Like, the poor little thing was dying. Um, we didn't expect the, the growth we had. I mean, we, we did no marketing. It was completely viral. The only thing, like, I emailed a few people that had, um, like, pet-based websites, and it just spread like wildfire. Um, you know, the first six months, we had, like, really big scalability issues, because it was just Adam and myself. Um, we had no money, and, you know, we were students who were just really struggling to try to, to keep the site up. And um, so that was really the beginning. And so how did you address the scalability issues and, um, I guess, make it a pay model or whatever it was? Um, well, originally when we launched the site, we had banners, which neither myself or Adam are huge fans of, but we also had to pay for the bandwidth somehow. Uh, we got some investment in April of 2000, and we relocated the company to Glendale, California. Um, with that investment, we were able to actually build up an engineering department, so it wasn't just Adam staying up for all hours of the night. Um, you know, we, we were able to invest in hardware, and we just started really building up the framework and being able to scale. But and so you started building up this business. Um, you know, I guess, what were you learning about the game industry? Because you said you weren't a hardcore gamer before then. So, I mean, what were you doing? I mean, that's a good thing, actually, because it turned out that the things that worked during that time are completely different than what the traditional games industry did. So. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the game concepts that are in Neopets were actually from, like, very, very old games, like Minds of Moria and, like, crazy, crazy old console games. But, um, yeah, I mean, as, as far as, like, learning about the industry, to be honest, we kind of put our heads 
in the stands and just made me a pet. I mean, we really were just playing. We were having like ridiculous amounts of fun, just coming up with crazy ideas and being like, oh, do you remember playing this? And this was really cool and just putting that out and seeing if it worked. Not everything worked, but it was a lot of fun to kind of find out. And, and what were the top three lessons that you got from that whole experience of Neopets? Um, the shape of bandwidth graphs. Bandwidth graphs should be curves, not flat lines. Um, if it starts looking like Ayers Rock in Australia, you've got issues. <laughs> that was very important. Um, also, we learned that people really, really want a fast experience. They don't want to wait. It's like whatever you can do to cut down on load times is invaluable. You really, really have to do that. And um, I guess the third lesson was really you need to enjoy what you do. It's going to get really tough. You're going to have to put in crazy hours. If you don't enjoy doing it, then you're not going to be able to keep doing it. Um, so you sell Neopets. Um, so what inspires you to get into social games? Because, you know, it seems Neopets did pretty well. Um, what's the inspiration? And because uh, it's, it's, it's still, well, I guess you are actually used to the, these types of games where it's kind of different than what people understand, but it's huge. It, it has a huge... weren't our first step, to be perfectly honest. When we started Meta Games, we were making a web-based 3D MMO, um, as well as like everyone and their dog that wanted to do it like, back in 97. It was the hotness. Everyone wanted, everyone wanted to, to make like wow lights. That was huge. Um, so we tried making it. We spent like 18 months of development and you know, we have this fantastic storyline that we definitely want to go back to and all these characters, but really we're self-funded, we're an independent studio, so when the economy started to take a big nosedive at the end of 2008, we just had to take a long hard look at, you know, we have all these people who, you know, we're employing, is it right for us to take the risk of, you know, this may not work, we may have to like, you know, not be able to studio going. So that's when we started looking at what was growing and what was easier to do and I guess we got a bit of a wake up call and decided to go back to our roots. Like we knew 2D games, we know Flash, we've been doing Flash longer than like anyone basically and so that's why we got back into it. So and with Flash were you thinking about, you know, because the paradigm here is still a little different, it's about asynchronous gaming. Were you thinking about putting real time servers into this thing or? Um, we honestly we tried it. Like uh, Vikings, Pirates, Ninjas was a game that we released in March, and that had real time chat, and so you could like actually play games with people and you could talk to people. We were using the SmartFox server, which is really neat. Um, but honestly, that wasn't what people on Facebook wanted. It just you know we as as a company we absolutely adored making Pirates, Pirates, uh, Vikings, Pirates, and Ninjas. It was just like a huge fun project to make. Unfortunately, only like 4,000 people actually shared our enjoyments in it, and we just couldn't keep going, so we decided to make things simpler. And, and what was the thing that you decided to make? Um, the, the game that we, we launched immediately afterwards is called Island Paradise. It's basically taking like the age-old farming concept from like Harvest Moon and giving it like a tropical spin. So you're like uh, Robinson Crusoe, you have your own island. When did you release this game? Uh, we released Island Paradise late August of 2009. And 
at that time, were you thinking about just doing a straight farm game, or were you concerned about the island game? Because, um, you know, it seems like on Facebook there are just different trends of, you know, first farming, then aquarium, now cities. Yeah, I mean, honestly, we were a little bit concerned about, you know, we weren't the first farm game. You know, there was Farm Town and Barn Buddy and, like, Happy Farm and all sorts of farm games out there. And that's why we decided to do, like, an island spin and hope that that would differentiate it enough. I mean, we've also added a, a lot of features that set us apart from, like, just a farm game. Like, you can do cooking and fishing and all kinds of stuff. Okay, so you release the game. It starts growing. What are you thinking about? Um, and did you run into even more scalability issues? I mean, are the number of users on this bigger than Neopets? Because that's, that's how big it is. Um, currently, we have 8 million monthly active users, which is 2 million daily active users. Um, we basically did the like, first four years of Neopets in four months. So we had huge scalability issues, to be honest. Um, it's been a complete headache, but it's a fun headache to have. And you know, we, we've worked with some really, really good guys, and um, we're, we're getting there. You know, the game's up, and it's fast. So. And so for other indie game developers, is it just best to then just get outside help to handle the scaling? Because a lot of developers just want to focus on the game rather than the back end. I mean, we actually used a consulting firm called Pocona, who were really, really helpful. Like, our backend's mainly MySQL. Uh, we also use this really cool database called Tokyo. Um, and we've had to do a lot of things that you may not necessarily think of when you initially design the game, but they're like little kind of ways to speed up load times and so on. Um, so yeah, I would definitely recommend getting outside help. You don't necessarily need to go to you know some huge support desk. You know, there's lots of awesome discussion boards, and especially with like open source software, people are really, really cool. Um, now, usually when developers get a hit, they always think they can do more and they can do better and they can make another hit. So, what was your strategy at that point? Was it to follow some of these other bigger game companies and just produce, you know, try to produce another hit, or was it to focus on this game? Um, the the thing we did immediately after Island Paradise was we just wanted to get a second game out there to prove that we weren't a one-hit wonder, to prove that, you know, we could actually... One big hit can work, right? Yeah. Neopets. Yeah, that's true. Um, but we, we wanted to prove that we were able to to basically make other games live and be able to sync them independently without, you know, one game dying as a result. And um, so we just, we made a little rock pool, which is essentially an aquarium game. Um, it was a very, very short development time, and it was mainly just to, like, figure out, can we do this? And we worked out exactly how to do it, and now we're ready to do more advanced games. And when was that released? That was released the end of December. Um, so, what, where do you think social games are going to go now? I mean, you were able to, to grow the island game really huge, and then Facebook made a change that makes it extremely difficult to, I guess, post to the news feed in real time or something. So, And games have been impacted by that. Where do you feel? Do you feel that indie game gamers can still use Facebook as a way to get their game out there? Um, I definitely do. Um, you know, the, the, most of the changes that Facebook have made have been cutting down on games that really weren't games. It's been cutting down on games that just spam you, or games that, like, you know, you need to have 500 friends in order to, to win at the game. I mean, I, we actually had a discussion with um, Facebook yesterday and, like, figuring out, like, why they do all these changes. And it, you can see, you know, that they're trying to make it a better platform, both for 
and also for game developers. So I still think it's very viable for an indie developer to use Facebook. And what were the surprises you've had running the island game versus Neopets? Is there really anything different? Um, it was... around to get good feedback. Were there any other surprises that you've had working with social games? Um, surprises. I mean, the business model is a little different maybe than the banner ads, or is that? Yeah, yeah um, the business model is very different. I mean, like, we're, we're still very much testing uh, what people are willing to buy. Um, right now, our biggest selling item is fert uh, fertilizer, so we're profitable on essentially, um, which was quite surprising for us. You know, we thought people would go more for avatar customization and, you know, functional items. But and so what's next in store? I mean, as much as you can talk about. Like, when's the next game coming out? Okay, uh, we have two games in development that we are hoping to launch in Q2, so pretty soon. Um, I can't really tell you what they are, other than they're going to be uh, more in-depth than... I mean, what do you think about the competition in the space? I mean, it's it's really aggressive. You have, you know, shameless cloning, um, whatever. Um, you know, aggressive marketing and, and all these other techniques, which are you know which are important and which are definitely going to happen when you have such a big opportunity. So, I guess you as an indie game developer, how do you handle that? Honestly, it's brutal. It really is. It's like an insane... Yeah, there was another island game, actually, that came out. Did it come out after you guys? Yeah, we were the first island game. There's now, I think, like six of them or something. I mean, we actually had one island game that literally took our codes. Like, literally took our code. We, I mean, we politely asked them to um, not do it, and they're no longer around. But that was just ridiculous. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's just... You have to be a, a very careful who you talk to and what you say because everyone's trying to make a Facebook game. So, so um, I guess, you know, is there, do you feel that there is a way to differentiate? I mean, or, or is it just, it's, this is just going to be the nature of the system where, because these are simple games, um, and you know, really, ideally, you need a simple mechanic from, from what I've seen to actually get something to succeed. They're just going to all be clonable. So, I mean, I, I think you can do something that's creative and unique. You know, like, for example, look at Portal. It was a completely new mechanic, and it just took off. I mean, it's simple, but it's amazing. And, you know, it's so fun, so addictive. And I think, you know, you could bring a concept like that to Facebook. I think the difference, though, is with Portal, there were no concrete metrics, and no one can say, oh, well, this is making, okay, this has this many million DAU, so it's making this much money. When, when it's so obvious, like if everyone knew Portal was making $100 million and it took them one week to do it or two weeks to do it, I think it, it changes the dichotomy of who's going to jump in to do it and how many other people are going to do it. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely true. I mean, the way that we're hoping to differentiate ourselves from the competition is to have like really, really high quality games, like really, really 
to know we won't spam you. We won't like make you like sell your soul to get a, a new item or anything like that. But um, and just trying to do things that haven't been done before. I mean, people will always copy you. It's like it's human nature. It's always going to happen. But you just need to like try to do more to to, you know. yeah, to, just, to just constantly differentiate. Yeah. Um, yeah. So any other suggestions then for? indie game developers out there who want to start their own Facebook game, you know, aside from, obviously not an island game, but something else. <laughs> um, just go for it, honestly, like, even if it doesn't succeed, you'll learn so much doing it that, you know, the next game you do, and the next game you do, like, one of them will succeed, just keep trying. I mean, do you think that Facebook has been overplayed? I mean, where do you, where do you think the future of these types of games are going to go? Is it still going to be on Facebook? Do you feel it's going to be on mobile phones or you know, alternate reality games or augmented reality games? Um, honestly, I think you'll see like a blending. Like, I mean, already you can kind of see that there are games that are casual game concepts which are really becoming successful on Facebook. Like Diner Dash type games are, are really like starting to be the next big thing. And um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's very interesting to try to to say that. I mean, I would like to believe that people will be playing on their phones and on websites and on Facebook, but I just don't know. And you know, you took funding for Neopets. Are you thinking about trying to get funding here, um, as much as you can? Ah, uh, possibly. I mean, we haven't completely ruled it out. We're we're still very happy being independent. So. Were there really any drawbacks to taking funding with Neopets? I mean, it ended up pretty well. So, I mean, do you see and do you have more, do you feel you have more freedom in this case versus Neopets? Yeah, I mean, without being disparaging, like, we were very, very young when we did the deal with Neopets. I mean, like, we had, like, Adam and I both left, left our courses at university to start it. We really were completely inexperienced and naive and didn't make the best call when it came to, like, making the business decisions. So, you know, now, you know, definitely we're in a much stronger situation. You know, there's nobody that can overrule and say, actually, no, I think we should do this instead. So. Um, sounds good. Uh, thank you very much. And where can people play your games? Um, you can go to metagames.com or you can go to Facebook. And if you go to Facebook, you search for Island Paradise or Little Rockport. Thank you very much.